You're listening to a message from Gateway Church Geelong. We hope it blesses you. For more information about Gateway, visit gc.org.au. Baptism for believers. It's exciting, isn't it? 
you begin to understand precisely what I do. I believe that I know I'm baptized by Christ Jesus. But let's just talk about it quickly, because I think we, there's, not, there's not a lot of time in church for us to talk about some of these key things, but I think we need to. How does this differ from a dedication or a baptism of a baby or a young child? The Scripture tells us, and this is really key thing, just to take into your mind today. The Scripture tells us that repentance must come before baptism. Now, as a baby, in my personal opinion, I think it's pretty hard to mindfully repent of your sins. Babies do a couple of key things. Eat, sleep, even napping, on repeat. That's what they're great at, I mean. I mean, we've got to encourage them. They're great. Well done, baby. Well done, Ricky. You're great at that. Well done, Timothy. You're great at that. It's awesome. Not that Timothy. Just the The baby, not the Awkward moment. Now, I want to encourage you, parents. This is this is not your moment to slip into the mindset of, well, my kids do all that. That's pretty good. That's pretty great. You know, they were walking at like three months, and um, they read their first book in the womb. And uh, it's really important. It's really important you understand that sometimes. Now, it's really important also that we all understand that you need to be old enough to make the decision to repent of your sins, accept salvation, and then have a believer's baptism. Rather than your parents choosing, your guardian or caregiver choosing to, to bring you to church for dedication or baptism or christening, depending on what you were part of, it's your own free will to make a conscious decision, a deliberate decision to follow Jesus through baptism. It's a powerful decision, a powerful moment of identifying with Jesus and being identified by Jesus. I know that for when I was baptized as an older teenager, for me, this is my personal testimony, even if I wasn't, it was like nine in the morning in the morning. For me, as as an older teenager, I've come to a place where God has saved me from myself, saved me from my sin, has saved me from my peer group, a life of chaos and disappointment. And I've had this powerful encounter with God. And it revealed to me who He was and who I had been created to be as well. It was this twofold exchange. So I understand who you are, God, God, my Father, you love me, regardless of what I've done. But now you've identified me and what I've been created to be and do in this world. Now, parents, if you're just speaking to the parents for a moment, regardless if your child is 50 or this big, I'm talking to all parents of every age group today. If you are believing anything for your teenagers, for your children, for your older adults, it's never too early and it's never too late to believe for a powerful encounter with God for your children. It's never too early and it's never too late. Keep believing for powerful encounters of God for your children. An encounter that reveals God's identity to them. An encounter that reveals the identity that He has given them. You know, the Bible says these words before us that they were knitted together in their mother's womb. He knew them. 
can use us. He knows you. He loves you. He has plans for you. We want to encourage each and every single one of us. He's standing there before we were born, before we're even knitted together in our mother's womb. In a world where people are seeking to find a way to be unique, God has already created you to be unique. Psalm 139, verse 13 to 15 says this out of the voice. For you shaped me inside out. You knitted me together in my mother's womb long before I took my first breath. I will offer you my grateful heart, for I am your unique creation. Someone had the revelation. Someone had an encounter that God has created them uniquely. In a world where everyone's seeking to be unique, it's already done. God's already done it. You are a unique creation in Jesus Christ. No one else can ident- identify one that but Jesus, amen? For I'm your unique creation filled with wonder and awe. You've approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful. I don't know about you, but I'm reading that right now. This person is really confident in who they are. I believe a humble brag to us this morning. You've approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. It's an encounter that she had that identified them as God's chosen unique this knowledge deep within my soul. You see all things. Nothing about me was hidden from you as I took shape in secret, carefully crafted in the heart of the earth before I was born from its womb. This was my revelation, my baptism. I was saved and redeemed by God. I pray today for every single person being baptized. May it also be yours. May this be your revelation. If you're yet to make a decision to be baptized, I'm praying that this becomes your revelation as well. Created uniquely in Jesus. He knit you together. You are known and his unique creation. You will find confirmation of this from no one else except your creator, the one who created you. He perfected every detail when he created you. If you're pushing back against those words right now, let me say it one more time. He perfected every detail when He created you. For those of you who are struggling to love yourself and who you are right now, He perfected every detail when He created you. Now, as we come around baptism a little bit, a little bit later today, be encouraged. That powerful encounter produced powerful revelation. When God encounters you, it's not just like, oh, that was lovely. No, it's a revelation of who he is, of who you are. Powerful encounters and powerful revelations. See, God wants to reveal to you, each of us, that, and the people who have been baptized today, God wants to reveal every promise to you. wants to deposit it in your heart. His purpose, his plan that he has for you in Jesus. See, with these revelations, this is what I love about God's revelations, it's produces this desire in us to pursue everything that God has for us, including baptism. You think baptism and your idea? God's just been prompting you. Now what? Time to follow Jesus through the, through the waters of baptism. You see, my line in the sand moment of baptism, it propelled me deeper. Christians who've been baptized, what did it do for you? Did it, did it 
propel you to go deeper in Jesus? It propel you to go further in the promises and the plans of God? What does it do for you? What's it going to do for you today as you're baptized in the so I'm, I'm believing today that for each and every single individual who is baptized, that, that you have similar encounters, that you're set free from old practices. As you step into the righteousness of Jesus, that you're renewed with vigor and determination to follow him, that you live a life with new passion and a commitment to Jesus. This is the power of baptism. So a little bit of teaching for us today, just as we move ahead, because I want to make sure that it's people get baptized. I want you to know exactly what we're doing. What's baptism? The word baptized means to dip, immerse, put under. Who's had a John the Baptist? Just a few hands. This is good teaching this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm on the right path. John the Baptist, also, uh, he was known as John the Baptist because he was John who baptized people. Then is that a revelation? I, mean, I, I know the, the, I know the first. The first time they that picture me, I was like, that's cool. That's cool. I tell the story, I'm not going to Yesterday, as we were driving to the church, Thank you. 
So what I love about this book is this passage, the link of John the Baptist to Jesus' cousin, who came to prepare the way for Jesus' ministry. And we see Jesus going into the water, being baptized by John, showing us the example of what we are also called to do. Now, something that he wasn't prepared to do, he didn't need to, but it wasn't imperative to him. But he went to show us exactly what we needed to do also. And Jesus encourages anybody who becomes a disciple to be baptized. And he gives us in Matthew 28 and 19, it says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, all people, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Really clear. Introduce someone to Jesus, baptize them in the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit's name. An encouragement to all of anyone who becomes a disciple, follower of Jesus. You're encouraged to be baptized. It's, a, it's not something that you know, our boys got together and say, I'm really pleased to be just in our home. That's not that way. But it's, it's out of the Bible. Something that God has released. Be baptizing for all those who believe in the redeeming act of Jesus Christ through the cross, burial, and resurrection. It's for every single person who says, I repent of my sin, and I choose to follow Jesus. This is what Peter says uh, in the book of Acts about baptism. Acts 2, verse 38. Peter replies, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for forgiveness of your sins. Then you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's a powerful interaction of what God will do in the life of any believer who is baptized. So I mentioned that Jesus was, was baptized. Now, I truly believe that when we follow Jesus, when we choose to follow Jesus in the process of Baptism, that powerful encounters happen. Powerful encounters happen. Do you want to prove it last year? I'll prove it. So I know that this is true for me, that powerful encounters happen, but that's not proof enough for me. I, I think we need to go to the Bible. I think this is where we need to look this morning. The defense for me is when I went under the water, the troubles, the challenges, the sin, just staying in that water. It's representative of the grave that Jesus went into in me. And when I went down under the water, all those things that had control and I was struggling with, it's like it was symbolic, but it's staying there. And when I come up, I'm taking on the life of Jesus like never before. And that's God's promise. That's God's power that was activated on that day for me. And this is what happened when Jesus was baptized, because let's be honest, this is a powerful encounter when Jesus was baptized. Matthew 3, verse 13 to 17 says this. Jesus was baptized by John. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan River. He came to John, wanting John to baptize him, but John tried to stop him. John said, why do you come to me to be baptized? I should be baptized by you. And Jesus answered, let it be this way for now. We should do whatever God says is right. And John agreed. Jesus was baptized. As soon as he had come up out of the water, the sky opened and he saw the God's Spirit coming down on him like a dove. A voice from heaven said, This is my Son, the one I love. I am very pleased with him. Powerful encounters happen when people are baptized. This moment, this powerful encounter, God identified Jesus as his Son. If you've been back, baptized, think back to the moment. 
Think back to the prayers that were prayed over you. Think back to the Spirit of God ministering to you. God identifies you as His own. The Spirit of God descended on Jesus. Now, I'm believing today that the Spirit of God is going to descend on each person getting baptized today. As you identify with Jesus, God is going to identify you today. As you're baptized, as you're thinking about being baptized, know this today. It's, a, it's according to the scriptures that we have looked at today that baptism signifies forgiveness of sin. Amen? Signifies that you have an identity in Christ through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. In Colossians 2, verse 12, it says this. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him were and with him you were raised to life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Can you read it one more time? If you if you're getting baptized today, this is super important. If you're thinking about getting baptized in the future, this is super important. You were buried with Christ when you were baptized, and with him you were raised to life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. You have been raised to life. The same power that raised Christ raises you to life. Amen. Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection identifies his life on earth. These are two separate parts. Before, before he was baptized, he died. And it also signifies the fact that he rose from the dead. This is what you're doing today as well. You're signifying this at the beginning of his life, and you're signifying when he was raised from the dead as well. You go into the water, into the grave, it stays there. He raises his life, and you come out a new person, a new creation, a new, a new life. He was different before, and he was different after these events. He was transformed by the power of God back to life. And this is what I'm believing for you today. That you're going to be transformed by the power of God. Your salvation and baptism take in the same journey that Jesus did. You, you receive salvation through Jesus. The knowledge of your old life is gone for good. He doesn't even remember it. Saved, forgiven, set free. When you're baptized, you declare that your old life is dead and buried. Your old sinful life is gone for good. When you put under that water, like the water of the abyss, the old life raised there for good. Signifies that your old life is dead and buried with Christ. I just want to encourage you. Jesus didn't stay in the grave. He was still in Utah just standing there saying, Yeah, right. So on the third day, he rose from the dead, alive and victorious over sin and death. Can you say it one more? Look at that page now. Let's see what else. Okay. It says this in Romans 6, verses 3 to 5. But have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we were joined, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we've been united with him in his death, we'll also be raised to life as he was as well. How, how good is it? How good is it? The promises the purposes that God has for you. This is the theme we're going to come to get ready for this morning. Now for you as a follower of Jesus, as you rise up out of the water, you signify that you are alive in Jesus. You're rising in strength, 
in power and, and, and rising in Christ and every plan and promise that He has for your life. And that through this set of events, God speaks over you and holds up His promise to new life in Him. Amen. The baptism of baptism, it's your moment. It's your moment to tell the world that you believe in Jesus Christ. So you can pray a prayer quietly, but you can't do baptism quietly. You can sit in your chair, bow your head, close your eyes and say, But baptism is one of these things that's like, there's like a light on you. And everybody in an auditorium is like, like watching you get baptized. Like, I'm not saying it's going to be like this. But, <laughs> but it's like, it's this public declaration is what I'm trying to say. It's like, I believe in Jesus. And I'm far enough along in my journey to, to let everybody know I'm telling the world, I believe in Jesus too. When you get baptized this morning, Trevor, I'm going to be baptized. You're going to be asked some questions. This question goes like this. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and rose again on the third day for the forgiveness of your sins? And if your answer is yes, then we're going to say yes. And a confession of your faith, we baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is just as Jesus did. moment of telling the world that you believe in Jesus and everything that God has intended for you. And this morning, for everybody in, in, in this place, and this house, let's, let's have some moments of
We pray that that message was a blessing to you. If you made a decision to follow Jesus, first of all, congratulations. We think that that is incredible. And secondly, if you go to gc.org.au forward slash first steps, our team has put together some resources as well as there's some information there for how you can get in contact with one of our pastors because we'd love to encourage you and connect you into the life of the church.